Welcome back to Two C's with a pod going, uh, if I may borrow from Scott Hanson, am, am I going triple box here today? <laughs> um, definitely not a quad box or an octo box, but I think it's a, it's a tri box. Um, we needed a, we needed a referee, man. We had to, we had to bring a neutral third party to stand right there on the line of scrimmage and call it right down the line. Let you or I know where we stand on this. If we're offsides, if we're onsides, um, we speak none other than our favorite HR guy. (laughs) And also a one-time recipient of good brother of the week, Mr. Kelly Howerton. Welcome to the show. Good to be here. On a gloomy Monday. Welcome. Welcome. Well, it's a uh, it's a back to back loss Monday. Um, so uh, you know what? Let's uh, let, let's get <laughs> let's get the venting out of the way, Matt. You got any uh, anything on your chest you want to get off there? It's interesting because I think if and I could be wrong on this, but I think they showed the statistic or I saw something where it said we haven't had like back to back regular season losses, which we wouldn't in the playoffs either, but um, they don't let you lose in the playoffs. No, back to back. Oh, that's pretty rare. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they, yeah, <laughs> it's <is> rare. <laughs> but um, as far as the regular season goes, um, that is possible. And we haven't done it since like 2021 or something like that, or, 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 or something similar. Like it hasn't happened in a while. And so I, I think, um, it's an interesting feeling, you know, part of me still very much feels pretty, you know, meh when uh, about regular season right now, I, I would say that my radar is, is definitely going up because I think any chances of success you have in the playoffs really depend on kind of winning the division now. And that is sort of in question, you know, I, you know, now at this point, I still don't have a ton of faith in the Broncos, but um, it is a possibility. And so I think, yeah, I, I mean, as far as venting goes and it would be mostly at like refereeing, you know, which we've always talked about as like fool's gold kind of loser mentality. And so for me, it's just like, I think we are, we are. Um, I think we could win just like literally. Well, here's what I would say. There's like four teams in the AFC that could win. Right. I, I wouldn't call us the favorite now but i wouldn't call us like un like it's impossible for us to win at all either so it's a, such an interesting feeling i don't even know if it's venting just kind of meh right now until we get to a point where it matters maybe a little more well you know i always like to set baseline you know kind of see where people are coming from kelly where where are you located right now not physically located let's not give away uh well, yeah, let's not give away, give away lot here name and likeness um you know, I kind of come at it from this angle. Um, we talked about last year. Coming into last year, I remember us having conversations about what are our expectations. Um, I said that it's going to be a down year last year. was my thought process because we didn't address a lot of things we needed to address. Um, and so we won a Super Bowl in our down year. It's like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Uh, and now we're going into this you know, season, which I said, we, we still didn't fix anything that needed to be fixed on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and so what's happened is what I thought would happen last year. 
And so I guess this is kind of like the year where I'm just taking this as at this point as emotionally um, unsound as I am with the whole situation. Um, I am trying to take it and I'm trying to give Veach as much, you know, rope as I can possibly give him right now. Um, but I just, I guess I'm more emotional that I feel like that we are wasting a year uh, that Travis Kelsey has very few of left uh, and a Mahomes generational quarterback year in a year where everyone sucks. Uh, the Bills are down, like Lamar is Lamar and there is no Burrow. Like this should be, we should have easily been able to run this thing this year. Um, but I, I, you know, if we have... 50 million in cap space next year. So I guess I give him a re final written warning from an HR standpoint. I give him a final written warning that this needs to be cleared up and fixed immediately, or, you know, it will lead to termination by, you know, next February or not this February, but the next February. So that's kind of where I am. It's like, I'm trying to be as straightforward and level-headed as possible when it comes to the evaluation of where we're at, but I still don't understand how we didn't do anything on the wide receiver side or the evaluation. I kind of, I feel like he is the date more of pitching with wide receivers. Like that's the best analogy that I can give of him right now. So that's I, I want to, I want to be, uh, I want to be very clear. You have put him on a pip. <laughs> yes, he is. He is on a pip because in the, in the real world, as you know, Andy, um, no matter if you were the sales, um, the sales champion for two or three years in a row, that year you don't make the sales champion. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. We, look, we've all got numbers to hit. Okay. So, I mean, so, it's, it's a, what have you done for me lately business? Yeah. Um, well, uh, Appreciate, appreciate you guys sharing where you're at. Um, you know, I think I had my temper tantrum last week. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I didn't aggressively at, at the end of the game. I'm not going to say that. Uh, I, well, let me, I'll just walk you through it. Um, Coach K would have been very proud of my defensive intensity of slapping the floor. Good. So yeah. Coach K would have been very proud that I was I was ready to D up. Um, did I aggressively, maybe overly aggressively put my recyclables into the back of my car? Uh, yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Um, did I go to the recycling center that we use, um, that is furthest away from my house? I did. I sure did. Um, <laughs> did I have the radio on while I was driving? No, I did not. It was a silent car ride. However, yeah. I created my own soundtrack in the car. Um, now, was it as bad as last week? No, it wasn't as long of a drive. You know, I went to the recycling center that was like five minutes away, not like the one that was like 25 minutes away. Again, did I aggressively open and close the lid to the recycling center? Look, I'm only one guy. Okay. I can't, I got to get the, I got to get that lid open. You know, I'm short. I don't have the, I don't have the leverage to hold the lid up and hold the, the recycling stuff. Get them in there. Yeah. Separate. Furthermore, do we pay for recycling? Yeah, we sure do. But, you know, sometimes you just need to take it and feel like you're doing something illegal at an elementary school by dumping your recycling. Oh, my gosh. Recycling business. This wasn't at like one of those, you know, 
little recycle bins that they have around. This was some illegal school dumping. Oh, man. I haven't figured out if it's illegal or not because, like, these the recycling bins that they have at the schools, like, they're out in the they're out and open, and there's not like a no public no public usage on there. So I'm pretty sure. You it's know, always interesting what you dump in there, though. Like if it was, you know, some adult beverages or something, that might be funny. Some poor, you know, fourth grader might get blamed for, you know, this this it's the cans. Of, the cans. You know, Andy, this there. is right on. This is right on a cue. You know, not knowing where the line is. Right. Right. Yeah. Come on, man. Right, exactly. And not being warned, right? Because yeah. just like you said, I mean, you know, there's really no sign that says you can't dump, you know, your own personal goods here in this trash can. So, uh, again, I mean, I think you're in the clear. Um, I think I it's one of those things where if I were to get caught doing it, <clears throat> I might get in trouble. But normally when you're going Sunday evening at seven o'clock, your chances of getting caught are they're really not called, but I think that if I was, it's the Sabbath. Uh, yeah. I think that if, uh, I think the word that was being used was egregious in the <laughs> dumping of the, like if I went and dumped my recyclables at three o'clock on a Tuesday, you know, yeah. and it, with the car line there, I'm pr somebody's probably going to say line. something. Yeah. They're like, Hey, you're blocking, you know, these parents from picking up their children because you're here, you know, dumping your garbage disposal, you know, trash bag. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. That, that, that would be bad. I think well, again, I think you're in the clear. Yeah. It so wasn't I mean, like it was an old mattress. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. It, it was uh legitimate things that could go in there. You know, I mean, we are tis the season for all of the Amazon boxes and all that stuff to show up and the, you, you know, like I, 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 I didn't really intend for us to have a trash conversation, but maybe a garbage conversation is really kind of where we're, maybe we're, we're subtly, we're subconsciously having this conversation. But I think the the thing is, is like, I feel like I, I told Kara, I was like, you know, I feel like we actually need a, I need, we need recycling more than we need trash service. Like we had like two trash bags a week, but recycling, man, we're filling right. up like, we're filling up recycling like every week or two, like overflowing. I don't know You're if it's the same at your fight. house. Yeah. yeah. If you could put all the recycling. So that's a kind of the tricky part. Cause like when we have recycling through our trash service, but we don't get to put certain things in there, which is a little bit weird. Right. You know, so there's only like certain things. If you could actually recycle every item that is technically recyclable, I, I agree with you. I think, you absolutely could end up with way more recycling stuff than end up with actual trash and other things like that. So that's a really interesting um, thing. And to circle back to the trash of the AFC, I think ultimately that's the piece that, you know, is the thing for us to keep in mind. And so like I was, we were, you know, doing my research five minutes before the zoom started here today. Again, no. I usually do. Um, you know, I looked at the AFC playoff picture and to me, I would love for the playoffs to end right. Like I would love for them to start right now. Right. With us as the three seed, we play Pittsburgh, right. At home, you know, for that first game, we may end up going on the road, depending on whether it's Miami or Baltimore, however it kind of plays out. I don't think it can be Baltimore. Right. If we end up with the three seed, no, I don't the know. Three seed can never, the three seed can never play the one, the, the one. second week. So there you go. Like part of me goes, this could be the best scenario. Yes. We don't end up with the one. I think the buy 
is is super important for us probably this year more than any but i also see it as almost unattainable now potentially you know or at least not well, the number wanna, one concern well look, let me let me just get in there because i i actually did some research yeah, um, you were saying you you like our chances still. i do i i still do um and if you could uh if you could just fill for just a minute i will get the um i will read to you the baltimore ravens remaining schedule so i'd like to add one more positive note onto that so like if we're looking at this from like just not now this year but next year as well like we have the most potential and roster of all of the afc top people the Bengals are going to have to deal with less firepower the bills are in a negative 30 cap situation so i don't know how they're going to mess around with that the bear the uh, broncos have nothing but draft capital to look forward to that they're ruining with every win that they win and then the miami dolphins i i have no feeling about the miami dolphins so we have the most potential to improve this off season so um not that we're not talking about this off this season but i just want to be more positive moving forward sorry I like it. I like it. Um, well, let let me jump into the Ravens schedule. So the Baltimore Ravens are two games up on the Chiefs right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're uh, what ten and three. We're eight and five. Uh, so they have remaining at Jacksonville playoff team, at San Francisco, likely number one seed in the NFC, uh, at home against the Dolphins, playoff team, at Steelers, playoff team, four playoff teams. On their on their schedule, uh, three of those four are almost surefire locks, right? So we don't know if the Steelers will, but the Steelers are as of today are in. The Dolphins have five games left, so they they have the Titans tonight. That's probably a win because they do beat up on bad teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the Jets. That's probably a win. They have the Cowboys. Mm. Then they have the Ravens, and then they have Buffalo come to town. So is Cowboys at home or away? It is home. So, so them going two and three down the stretch isn't out of the question. Mm-hmm. Them going three and two down the stretch isn't out of the question. Two losses out isn't out of the question for them. For Baltimore, two losses isn't out of the question. Agreed. So. Now, I think it becomes a combination of the two, though, right? Like it takes both of them to potentially do that, you know. Now, I guess Miami is only one game ahead of us, right? Tech, well, they they've got they're uh, they would be a game and a half. Game and a half, yeah. So um, I mean, that that would be my concern is when you start stacking up multiple teams above you, then it then takes multiple losses by those particular teams. You know, so that becomes, you know, the piece that. Well, and yeah. one of them is guaranteed a loss. Yeah, because they play each other. They play each other. So you're guaranteed wow. to be able to pick up a game there. Now, where's that game at, too? Uh, the Dolphins, it's in Baltimore. Okay. So, so they kind of split their, their toughest games are kind of split, for particularly for Miami. Their toughest games are split between a, a home game, which makes, to me, the Cowboys game, you know, and Dolphins, that's a potentially winnable game because it's at home. I, I think if they had to go on the road, they would get smoked by the Cowboys. I think they could win, although, like you're saying, do they beat a good team finally? I mean, that's the question, you know. Yeah, they've that. got – 
of their five games left, they've got three good teams on there. Yeah, so that will be the interesting thing. And I also think, see, part of me also wonders, and that's the piece. You know, Kelly brought it up. Do, does anybody believe in playoff Lamar? Does anybody really believe in Tua in in the playoffs? Personally, for me, or Mike McDaniel's honestly in the playoffs, you know, or or certain uh, any of these teams that yes, potentially. So we don't get the one seed, you know, even in your scenario where it's possible. Even if we don't, I, I guess I'm not that concerned about any of those teams, and that's been my, I guess my my my, you know given me comfort throughout the season so far has been that everyone's garbage, you know, in the AFC. I think once you get to the Super Bowl, once you get to the NFC, it's clear to me that there's full, like three to four teams that are better than all the AFC teams, you know. Now, let's, in, ironically, this is a, a schedule that I didn't think six weeks ago we would have to talk about, but you've now put into play the division, right? So we're only one game up on Denver. Yikes, right. With so here's the Broncos. Here's the Broncos last four. Right. Okay, at Detroit next week. Mm. Then they get the Patriots to town, the Chargers come to town, and then the Raiders, they go to the Raiders on the last game of the season. So the the Broncos are only playing one playoff team. Man. The, they eliminated the Chargers from playoff contention, all likelihood. The Raiders are eliminated with their – I mean, you know – I got to be honest with you guys. I was actually really disappointed that CBS did not cut away from the Chiefs game to go to that stellar Vikings Raiders three nothing tilt. Like, who doesn't want to watch fifty eight minutes and four seconds of a scoreless game? I mean, come on, let's amazing, amazing. And so, I guess that's the other thing that comforts you is that we aren't that bad. You know, like again, Mm -hmm. look at the Patriots. Look at some of these teams that you go, okay, you're kind of suffering a success hangover you know you're like kind of in a down year as kelly's saying and like somehow we still are scrapping you know right there still winning the division yeah and at the last point then i want to hear from kelly my last point here is that um you know the good thing is is that thankfully against all of these teams the chiefs will get the calls because we get every call (laughs) clearly so because we get every call yeah then you know I think we're at an advantage. Let me read one more one more team schedule, and that is a Denver. team that's going to play at New England next week. They will have the Raiders at home, they will have the Bengals at home, and they will have the Chargers at home. None of those teams are currently playoff teams, although the Bengals are still alive and the Bengals are making some noise and looking better. So, of those four schedules, which one would you rather have? Yeah, go ahead, Kel. I mean, the one you just said for sure, obviously, because, I mean, home is a big thing, especially in the AFC situation. So I would obviously like to have the the latter. That is the Chiefs schedule. So to go 4-0 in that isn't out of the question. For those other teams to get a couple losses put on, it's not out of the question. Um, now, the, the wild card is always week 17. Week 16 and 17, like you get some of these teams that are not playing for anything. And then they're just like, like you get the Derek Carr stuff where a team is not mathematically eliminated, but they know that they're moving on from somebody. And they're like, you know what, let's uh, let's not have that injury risk or a team like the a team like the Chargers may say, look, we're shutting Justin Herbert down for the rest of the year. We're not going to risk further injury 
to the finger or, you know, whatever they're, whatever they're going to do. So that's what I had. I'm turning it over to Kelly now. I want to hear from him. Um, I mean, there, there, there's one thing I wanted to state that I found funny. Um, I was watching the buddy of mine. He's like, he's like, I don't mean to be mean, but I, I feel like that if you would have replaced Cardarius Tony with um, any human with a pulse and oh. chopped their arms off and oh, sent them man. out there without arms that uh, we would we have two more wins. Ooh, that is a tough, tough call, and but now, also probably accurate. One thing about the – would the human without arms have caught the lateral and ran it into the end zone? Well, I don't think we probably would have had to throw the ladder. I mean, you could have put Sky Moore in that situation. I mean, I just, I feel like that, that there's nothing that's been he's not there's nothing that's been offered this season. Like we're the argument for him is will he return that punt in the Super Bowl a hundred percent? You know what I mean? Who was the the guy that just stole bases in the playoffs and did nothing else for the Royals? What was that guy's name? You remember that guy's Terrence name? Terrence Gore. Yes, he, like he's Terrence Gore. He shows up the game, steals a couple bases, gets a ring. Well, it's the and same thing with like, to MVS too. Like MVS is a huge AFC championship game. So I mean, that's where the that's where the stories get written, though, right? You get in the playoffs. Like nobody talks about like Jim Nance isn't calling a an October game where somebody like if the Chiefs would have came back in 13 seconds in October, he wouldn't have said that's the greatest game I've ever seen live. True. True. The stakes matter, right? So we do remember Tony's punt return. We do remember like if if these guys redeem themselves in the playoffs, now here's the thing. It goes the other way too. You know, like a part of the reason why Tyreek is not here is not here anymore is that teams started figuring that offense out. And Tyreek on the team, like the the Bengals completely neutralized that offense in that AFC championship game. Like they figured, yeah. they figured it out. And teams are starting to figure it out. And I know that Matt loves Tony Romo. And that it's his favorite, his favorite announcer. First of all, I want to give the guy credit for scooping us all. Congratulations to Mr. Missy, Mr. and Mrs. Kelsey on their uh, the nuptials. I'm very like congratulations, Travis and Taylor. That's amazing. Um, now, outside of that, in one play, he documented what is wrong with the receivers and why Mahomes doesn't trust them. And it was a curl to Sky Moore, where. If he flattens out the route, it's an it's a completion, but he drifts, and it's not like he drifts by a lot, but he drifts. He drifts by maybe a yard, and the difference in the NFL of that yard is complete versus incomplete. The other thing that's really just killing this team are the penalties. Like the you get you know it's like you get a big play and all of a sudden holding seventy four. Holdings 52, like Creed Humphreys have more penalties. Like I don't remember hearing him get called. Humphreys, Trey Smith, these guys are getting called for penalties, man. I haven't heard that. I think this is just a domino effect. I feel like all this is just a domino effect where everyone feels like they have to do more because they feel terrible about what's happening. Like the one wild card they have for the rest of the year that we haven't talked about and something that we've never seen and I'm interested to see how this plays out because it could go multiple ways. I had in my heart of hearts, I feel like I know what way it's going to go, but we have never seen an absolute pissed off nuclear Mahomes, and I feel like that that is on the table. And I don't know how that's going to go. It's like lighting a firework for the first time when you're eight, and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen when this like explodes. 
And I think that we've, I think we've needed that guy on the team. Like I'm tired of the nice. I want the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, go to the locker and tell them you're garbage and you need to get better. I can't need that guy on my team. Well, I I need that guy to call people out and start like saying, this is my team. Stop it. I liked the, um, it's interesting, you know, like I, and, and we'll get to this. I do not get on Twitter after the games. Like I will uh, fire off a text to you gentlemen, Um, but I I get off. I don't get on Twitter. I don't get on Facebook. I don't get on the socials because it's, it's garbage, man. It's a cesspool. And I, I'm already pissed off. I don't need to further, you know, doom scroll, but um, I, I heard Maria Taylor talking about, you know, I was interested because the, the post-game handshakes, that was not a Mahomes post-game handshake. Mm -hmm. Like he basically brushed off. He gave Josh Allen a courtesy, and he gave on McDermott a courtesy. I think Josh Allen said something about tough call, I think is what I've been hearing. And, like, that's what we're like, – Mahomes didn't go to that and just, like, be like, hey, that call sucked. I think he said – I think Josh said something, and Mahomes was recorded saying, yeah, it was terrible call, worst call I've ever seen. And then I was like, okay, well, these guys never talk about this. And then for him and Andy Reid to both lead with their press conference and – you know, so I, I wanted to see the whole thing because I, I liked how NBC at halftime kind of chopped it up. They didn't have the whole the whole thing to where he said, look, I didn't say anything last week. What I said last week is like, that's fine. Let us play. But right. then you don't let us play. So I I after I heard that, I was like, I wonder if this is the you woke up the wrong mu- gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> moment for this year right did they wake up the wrong guy you know so i mean but it could go it could completely go the other way because we see chris jones and joe cullen arguing with each other and slamming tablets and we see mahomes losing his composure on the sideline at a referee like we're seeing we've seen travis this year just really getting chippy and you know fighting his own teammates and getting in personal fouls and old stuff school, like that old school kelsey a little bit Right. Yeah, like, so oh, it's kind of oh, like oh, one of those things of like, what, which way is this going to go? And so like yesterday, like I didn't find my, like I was mad. Don't get me wrong. I mean, my, there was definitely some, uh, some yelling and my hand kind of hurts from hitting a steering wheel. You shouldn't hit a steering wheel guys, by mm-hmm. the way, it hurts. Yeah. They, they hurt. Um, but you know, and then after that, it was kind of like, well, let's just see how the story plays out. And like, you know, you, you if you cut a movie, 30 minutes before it's over, you might leave that movie a little upset. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, are they Can you imagine walking out of the sixth sense, like, you know, 20 minutes left in the movie? Can you imagine? I'm like, this movie's terrible. Oh, and like, man. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think also, too, and you talked about how these margins are, are razor thin, right, with these teams. And Sometimes, and I'm a firm believer in that you need, like, whether it's real or perceived, you need, like, a chip on your shoulder, right? What was last year's? Last year's chip on the shoulder was you got rid of Tyreek. Everybody picked the Chargers. Everybody said, you're done. You know, people were out there on Twitter saying, you know, people are going to get exposed, blah, 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 right? And you've seen it throughout you know, the end of the year, it was like the theme of like, right. Cincinnati mayor says that nonsense, you know, like they just, they needed that. 
this year, maybe it's like you haven't seen that because everybody kind of learned their lesson, right? And have gone, okay, I'm not picking against Mahomes, not picking against McBreed. You know, they've kind of given them that leeway. And now they're kind of feeling like, finally, maybe this is the chip they needed, which is the NFL is picking on us, right? Like the referees, the rest of the league, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is, you know, that we, we they kind of need this perceived or real kind of enemy right out there like chip that can say hey we're 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 now fighting this kind of not just the other team right we're fighting the whole system we're fighting the refs blah 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 and maybe that's good like you said i mean it's a really interesting and it goes back to the success we've had right is that part of me the fun of it goes like what what's going to happen next right because we've won the super bowls we've had the success right i mean this would the feeling would be totally different right if it was like oh man or, let's say you're the bills look what think about what the bills have gone through right the buffalo fans of like being so close and almost there you know and like and they're seeing Diggs and Allen go at it and they got to be going like, man, this is, it's over, you know, our windows closing, blah, blah, blah. Well, we're kind of like, Hey, what's going to happen? This is cool. It's kind of different. You know? Well, the other thing too, like that, that call, here's what the call robbed us of potentially. Okay. It robbed us of perhaps a great Josh Allen comeback. Great point. It, it robbed it, us of the opportunity to question how come a team with a makeable field goal, with a ball with two minutes and 12 seconds does not get to the two minute warning before they have to kick the field goal. First and first and 10, two minutes and 12 seconds. And you do not, you, you don't get to the two minute warning, horrible clock management. Right. So yeah, my wife was like, why are they the passing? I don't know. Exactly. You're why Exactly. Like everyone know. knew what was he doing? McDermott's relief was so was on had to be on so many levels right because he just botched the whole end of that game right and he got bailed out by the refs i mean period and i've texted you guys i'm telling you watch if you watch back tanner had me of all things my son you know was like dad let's go back and look at those last few plays because he either saw something or whatever it was and on the third and 15 play right where the ball hit the dude in the helmet Right. And it ends up being fourth and 15. And at that point, like, what are you going to do? And then he threw it up right game over on the third and 15 play. Von Miller jumps off sides. I mean, about as clear as day. He's clearly off off the over the line. His hand goes over the line like it's clear as day. And that makes a big difference. Right. Third and seven or whatever it would have been. Third and eight, you know, is a lot easier. Third and nine than what where we were, you know, so like. Or third and 10, you know, whatever it becomes, it, it's just, a, and it's a great example of like, we got called on a ticky tacky offside, right? Two plays later, Von Miller jumps clearly offsides and they don't call it, you know? So I think, again, that's the piece where, you know, it's, it's maybe that's good for us. We eventually, and maybe we get the, the other thing that I, I mentioned is the luck piece, right? And the call piece, right? Is that maybe all this like unlucky, the, like I said, the dude fumbles, the dude just for one, Josh Allen throws up the most ridiculous. He's fallen out of bounds, two hand shovel pass, right? The dude catches it, gets the first down, but then drops it inexplicably, doesn't even touch, you know, no one's touched him. Not only do they end up calling it a catch and a fumble, right? Which they could have called it an incomplete pass, right? Which would have been fine and could have gone our way, right? 
The fumble, we don't get it when the ball's right there in front of us, right? So all these like little unlucky pieces, hopefully they get out of our system now that then in the playoffs, they all come back to us, right? Yeah. You know, when it matters. I mean, the uh, the funny thing about the Kadarius Tony offsides is that it is a play that had they not, it's first of all, it's a play where both, ironically, both sides are right. Like, first of all, it was a hundred percent offsides. He is offsides. Clearly. But it's also one of those things too, to where if you don't call it, nobody ever sees it. Nobody ever questions it. It might be one of those things where later in the year or teams are watching it and they're like, Hey, you need to watch this. And then there's a conversation about it, but it's not one of those things where it gets, it, it gets called. It gets looked at. It ever gets seen again where somebody's going to go back and go, oh man, he was offside. It's D4, dude. I mean, we've gone through this exact same scenario on the other side of the football in a much higher stakes, much higher stakes though, right? Like this is the regular season. D Ford, because remember that was always the talk, was like also too that D Ford should have been warned, right? Why didn't they tell D Ford? Usually they look over, you know, and they can kind of back up and the referee tells them, you know, the wideouts and the defensive ends do that a lot, you know, kind of look over at the ref to kind of see if they're not, you know, on the ball, right? And so that was the conversation there too. Like, how can you make that call when he's just right on the line? Right. And, you know, he didn't get warned. So, like, I just it, it's something we've seen before. Would know? the NFL be better if you could if you got three challenge fives and you could challenge anything for the game? Literally anything. Like if I offsides call, let me I'm going to challenge it. No, I, I mean, if you challenged it, you'd lose it. Yeah. I mean, if, if like that last like if there's anything like the Vaughn Miller offside, like some like he was offsides. Well, let's review it. Oh, yeah, he was offside. But you're right. I'm going to answer your question with, I'm going to go with no, because it, here's why. Um, I feel like the when they did the pass interference stuff, like we're now slowing down these, we're slowing down these, these camera angles so slow that, I mean, you're looking at stuff that is in milliseconds that you're like, yep, see, he was early when, you know, in, in live action, they weren't. And so I think that if you're able to challenge anything, it, I, I don't think the replay is really as broken as it as it might be. It, to me, it's almost like, look, you need we need to have New York watch us in real time. You, and you just can't... make the simple calls, right? Like they right. Like sometimes they do, which is such a bizarre thing. Like sometimes it takes a challenge, but sometimes New York calls like, hey, that was a first down. Don't do that. You know, like it's a really yeah. there is kind of a gray area there that in some ways you kind of need to fix that. I would also, in my argument for no, too, Kelly, would be would be soccer's experiment with VAR and, like, that whole system. And for me, they're still at a point where, like, it, it slows the game down so much. And I was behind the game yesterday, right? So I really got that. Every time I do that and I do some fast-forwarding through commercials, it always reminds me how many freaking stoppages and how little action and how yeah. little play there really is yeah. in an NFL football game. And, like, if you slow it down even that much more, right, you get so much more of a slower game. And to me, that's a bad idea. And it hasn't – the other piece would be, to Andy's point, it didn't work – it doesn't really work in soccer, too, because you still have controversy, right? The idea would be, oh, well, now you have video review 
view, it takes all the controversy out. Nope. You still have the same amount, like you said, with the slowing it down so much and everything else that you have just as much argument. You know? I, I would also say that you would have to have a camera shooting a laser down the line of scrimmage. They could do that. Why well, don't? <laughs> well, because the other thing, too, is like on a lot of the. I do like that idea. They could have better technology when it comes to like this ridiculous line on the screen and then this chain, the chain gang. I mean, are we uh, this like oh, we do? Hey. I know, Andy, I don't mean to like, I know you are a chain gang guy and I don't mean to like in high school football. That makes sense. Please do that. Pay the teachers what you were going to pay for that laser pointer, you know, 10, you know, 10 yard thing. But in the NFL, we should be able to have a more sophisticated system than what they do for the yardage. I'm sorry to jump in there, but that's all right. Uh, my final question um, there will be no news story of the week or good brother of the week, just for those that are in the running. Um, I, I was, uh, I was handed a piece of paper just oh, before boy. we started with some, uh, rumor about one of you gentlemen that I wanted to clear up. I'm going to ask you directly, uh, Kelly, I've heard a rumor that you are considering shutting down Twitter slash X. Do you care to comment yeah. on that? I, 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 you know, I, it's something I've been debating about for a while. I don't think my personality aligns up with, uh, you know, uh, with the format that well, especially with sports and being emotionally invested. So, um, and I think that everything you post, you could post, you know, isn't it a great day outside guys? And someone's going to just like, it's shit, you know? So it's like, you know, I think that's, I think I, I, you know, I think in the days of really everyone needs to start paying attention to their mental health and in and, and kind of taking care of themselves. And I feel like that it's taken me a while, especially with everyone kind of joking around about, oh man, you know, I love your post. Knowing all and right, they're probably in the back going, damn, I think he needs to like shut this thing down. So I think I'm probably going to shut it down here pretty soon. Uh, it might just hop on every once in a while, just for some basic news stuff. So, but yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm I'm heading that way. Well, so a few. I think I've I've shared this with you both privately, and I've said it on the podcast. Um, it was probably like February of 2020 that I I shut it down for. I, gosh, man, I, I think I was saying I was going to be off for a week, and I ended up being off for six. And I didn't miss it. And it was one of those things to where like, it just is, it's so negative. Every, you know, it's everything's so negative. And then it just continues. You just spiral down and you just get, you know, you get tensed up and stuff like that. And so like, I got, I, I got off of it and I, and we talked about Matt a few weeks ago, whether um, I am attributing his new, personality his chillness to whether he is uh, consuming where he's working <laughs> he's getting that he's using that employee discount or the fact that medicine. When, let's when just you, make sure we we specify this is medicine that we're talking about but go ahead sorry. yeah matt's medicine is employee discount on the medicine that he gets exactly. um but you know like when did you shut it down august you shut yeah. it down for a little bit and then you got back on and then you shut it down and then you forgot that you had shut it down and you're like, Hey man, I think it's actually permanently gone. 
Yeah, not forgot. I mean, I'd kind of paid it. Yeah, I paid pretty close attention to that a little bit. Yeah, but I, I was I kind of let it go. And then yeah, I got close to that time. And I didn't know kind of what to do when it was at that 30 days or whatever. Because when you delete it, it gives you like, right, there's a certain time frame before it's completely gone. Right. And so, yeah, I am I just Kelly, I, I actually took mine off my it's, and it's never come back. Um, now I know where to find it, but I've taken it off my home screen. And yeah, notifications are off. So I, actually, I miss Matt's music Mondays the most. That's kind of where I figured out that like he wasn't on there anymore is when Monday came and I'm like, hey, did I miss that? And I'm like looking for it. I was like, where's, where'd he go? I hey, figured it out when I figured it out when I stopped getting all the fish updates. <laughs> I have no idea where fish is anymore. Right. And see, that's the fun. I mean, that's this kind of sad part about it, Ryan. And you mentioned, you know, going back and doing, um, you know, maybe taking a break and then using it for news purposes, using it for a, because there is such incredible things about it. And there's so many people that I miss that I made really positive and cool connections with that in some ways that was my only connection to them. Right now. You have to start. It's like I, I'm not like a pros and cons list guy, you know, like writing the list down. But it was pretty clear, though, that for all those pros, you know, there were just so many cons, you know, um, and it just outweighed them eventually. And I, for me, it, it was a it's been a positive thing. So I, I can't encourage it enough, you know, but like I also for those folks that kind of use it appropriately and use it well, like there's no judgment on me. Like I'm not one of those, like I quit. So, you know, like now I'm super judgmental of those who like enjoy Twitter and use it in a safe and healthy way or whatever socials are, you know? So like, I totally get the positives and I do, there's times when I miss it, just like my old job, you know, Andy mentioned my new job. Like there's, there are moments and I'm now I'm removed enough from it that I go, yeah, that's a bummer, especially the schedule, the teacher yeah, schedule. Matt, like, Matt has especially yeah, when Matt has to work around Christmas between Christmas and New Year's, he's gonna be like, you know, the teaching gig wasn't really that bad, you know. It's very yes, it's finally hit those moments of like, dang, you know, teach maybe teaching one, but but what do you mean I only get Thanksgiving off? I have to work on Friday. That's how they get you, Andy and Kelly. That's how they get you, as you know, you know. So, I mean, that's what I've got to always remember. Same with Twitter. Same with that job. Yeah. Like, there are positives. There are amazing things about it. But for me, at least, there were so many cons. Yeah. I'm going to well, make a suggestion. Helpful. This is helpful. I'm going to make so. a suggestion. You can take it if you want. Yeah, or you can completely ignore it. Here's my suggestion. Yeah. Let's go. Let's set the phone down. Game day, day after. You can pick it up on Tuesdays. You can have it Tuesday to Friday. You can have Twitter Tuesday to Friday. At least you got to turn it off but during the game. Yeah. And maybe like for three hours after. Or maybe the next day. Because like, you know, like like I say, man, like I, I kind of started scrolling last night. And then you click on one video. And the next thing you know, the, the apps like the algorithms like, oh, you want to see more videos like this. Oh, oh you want to see all... more bills twitter oh here, yeah yes, exactly no. yeah that's the piece right and that's that's where elon has somehow turned it into a much more toxic and worse place i mean let's not let's take some of the and it is us we're the ones on there we could make it what we wanted but we also there is this overlord of that particular of all socials right whether it's zuckerberg with facebook whether it's elon with you know twitter and or whatever it is x 
they are purposely they want you to be mad right and they're they're pushing things to you that are intentionally making you mad and that's the other thing to remember you know is that and that takes a little hopefully you know some of like to you know responsibility a little bit off of us you know so remember that too you know it's like man this is this is what this app is intending for me to be you know and so you know i got you know yeah my my thing is is like as soon as i start feeling like as soon as I start feeling the stress, like I'm scrolling through. And then as soon as I start feeling the stress or like my heart rate raising or, you know, starting to get upset, I'm like, okay, I need, yeah. I need to turn this off. You know, like the minute your blood pressure hits a certain level, it just like shuts it down, you know, like for a certain time frame. Yeah. Well, we don't want you to get off there completely because I would have no idea where it's cal- salary cap issues lie without you <laughs> so exactly you're that is such important knowledge and like so cool that is something that i have like a real hole in and that's amazing and you made a great you made some really positive and good points about what the chiefs are actually in good shape next year and you know depending on what happens with chris jones you know and all these other things like they have some so so like you said i mean beach beach well, I do wanna... like a Make or break year next well, year. Well, before we before we let Veach, you know, before we bury Veach, I do think that the whole Chris Jones situation in the offseason really handicapped his ability to do anything in the wide receiver because yes. you didn't know what the number is. Is it going to be 20? Is it going to be 23, 27, 33, 39? What's the number going to be? So when you don't know what the number is, you don't know what you can do with the pieces around. So you do the priority when you have your number one priority. And that number one priority goes all the way into September. It really minimizes your ability. If you had that, if you had that 20, if you had that number one priority locked up in March or agreed to in March or April or something like that, then you can use the off season to fill out the roster. You can use the off season because you know, okay, I have 22 that I can spend. You didn't know if you had 22, 15, 29, what can I spend? If you don't know what the number is that you can spend, because you got to make sure that you take care of this priority over here. It, it really makes it difficult to go out and do anything else. Are you comfortable with Chris Jones leaving and us going nuclear on offensive weapons? Are you feel comfortable with the defense? Do you feel like that, that we can make it without Chris Jones enough to support the football team? I do. Okay. Yeah. I also, I and if it becomes between Sneed and Chris Jones, to me, it's a no-brainer that you would sign Sneed. And yeah. I, I may not have said that. And and here's and Chris Jones, legend, put him in the ring of of fame. You know, in, in Chiefs Kingdom, like he's you know forever. Like we talked about Tony kind of living off that punt, MVS living off the AFC Championship game. Like Chris Jones, a legend here, but I I don't think he's going to end up being worth the money, right? And I think that he knows that he's gone too. Like, I mean, if you saw the interview last week, he Correct. knew that he was, uh, he knew that he was out. So speaking of out, I'm out of time. We get it done, I get it in a three hour pod with you guys, but you know, um, apparently I have to go make money. So. Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> I know. Bummer. Hey man, thanks for joining us. Yes. Hey, it's always great to be here. I love you guys. We do need to get together uh, for a, a quick holiday um, cocktail or, you know, whatever you, you will. Maybe a 54th Street, you know, something. Ooh. Man, Not they don't me. have a 54th Street in my town. It burnt down. Uh, <laughs> man, something. All right, we're on the group text. We'll, we'll get yeah. that happen. All right, man, be good. See ya. All right, see ya. All right, bye.